0: This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company, Spook Squad, by Jim Spears.
1: Are you tired of weight loss scams, exercise bikes, stepmasters and rowing machines that actually expect you to make an effort? Then meet the Couchmaster 3000. Yes, with the Couchmaster 3000, you simply plug in, strap on, flop out in front of your favourite soap and watch the pounds fall away like Peggy Mitchell's makeup on a hot day. Thanks to our patented fat melter technology we can categorically guarantee that after an ordinary half hour episode of Coronation Street wearing the Couchmaster 3000 you'll be two pounds lighter. Four pounds with the Omnibus edition.
2: Cheap and Cheery TV asserts that all guarantees and patents are presented purely as novelty items and are in no way legally binding.
1: So don't delay. Call now and we'll rush you with the Couchmaster 3000, our unique fat burning talcum powder, a six month subscription to Have a Break magazine and a six pack of Ginster's pasties. All for only 89 99 In fact, we're so confident that you'll be absolutely delighted with the Couchmaster 3000 that if for whatever reason you're not totally satisfied simply return the Couchmaster 3000 in its original packing and we'll send you the Couchmaster 4000 absolutely free for just a nominal shipping and administrative fee. So what are you waiting for? You've tried everything else. Why not give this a go? Call the number on screen
0: now. Go on. Now. Do it now. Coming soon. To a cheap and cheery TV. Spooks. Ghosts. Phantoms. Welcome to the Spook Squad. Monday nights at 11, our crack team of paranormal investigators scours the land for the most scariest and hauntedest places in the UK to bring you chills, thrills, and spills. Spook Squad. Cheap and cheery's Getting eerie
2: You've got to get me out of here, Bill Please, you've got to help me
0: Oh, grow up,
3: Sally It's a job, isn't it?
2: My life is over Sally, calm down
3: Perhaps you should stop the car Those narrow country lanes can be tricky at night It's
4: not fair
3: It's television, Sally People leave jobs all the time Others, like you, are asked to leave under sinister circumstances with the threat of criminal charges hanging over them. Don't think of it as an end, so much as a full stop.
2: A full stop?
3: Oh, what I mean is a full stop in a paragraph that has many sentences. You're about to start another sentence. Oh! Oh. Oh, That sounded better in my head.
2: I was the presenter of a national breakfast news programme. 10 million regular viewers And now I'm being shipped off to darkest Somerset To host some tacky freeview show for cheap and nasty TV It's cheap and cheery TV And they're
3: becoming a powerful force in UK programming
2: Rubbish Their output consists entirely of dodgy late-night phone-in quizzes Aimed at lonely alcoholics and sociopathic insomniacs well, that's not true
3: They also do feature-length commercials for various fitness products and cheap jewelry substitutes. What
2: the hell is a feature-length commercial?
3: Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, are you nearly there yet?
2: How the hell should I know? I'm driving down a winding road in the pitch black. An hour ago, I was driving down a winding road in the pitch black. Well,
4: what does the sat-nav say?
2: It says, why are you ripping me off the dashboard? Please don't destroy me, I want to live! was pissing me off, so I threw it out the window half an hour ago. So you're lost. I'm bound to bump into a local eventually. I don't know. I keep going over it and over it in my head. But it still doesn't make any sense. What did I do wrong?
3: You shot the weather girl in the head.
2: It was in the net.
3: Live on air at 8.30 in the morning.
2: It was with an air pistol. She was fine. She suffered
3: severe emotional trauma. Even now she can't hear the snap of a kick hair without diving for cover. Ten million people sitting down in their bowls of cornflakes witnessed you take out Wincy Wallace like a sniper.
2: Why'd you do it? She knows why I did it.
3: Yes, but nobody else does. Anyway, the police haven't closed the file yet, so I want you on your best behaviour.
2: I'm going to tell you what I told them. Under normal circumstances, I wouldn't hurt to fight.
3: Christ! My God!
2: What was that? Um, Nothing? Nothing. I may have hit someone. Hit someone? It's okay. I'm not hurt.
4: Who'd you hit?
2: How should I know? She bounced across the windscreen too fast. Oh, my
3: God! Who bounced across your
2: windscreen? A little old lady. Christ almighty, you've got to stop! I can't. I've got to get to the inn. Sally, stop the car! Fine. I can't see her. I expect she got up and wandered off. They're very resilient, country folk. I reckon I should just... Ah!
4: Sorry to frighten you like that, dear. I couldn't trouble you for a lift, could I?
2: What the hell are you playing at? Creeping up on people like that!
4: I beg pardon, dearie. Only buses don't come all the way, so I've had to walk last ten miles.
2: Sally? Sally? What's going on? Nothing. Look, I'll, I'll call you back, Bill. I suppose you'd better get in.
4: Oh, that's ever so nice of you.
2: It's not far. Where are you going? The
5: Highwaymen Inn. This is your lucky night. Good lord, was that a wolf?
6: No, sir, that'll be a badger. Oh. They grow big hereabouts.
5: I see. I'm looking forward to the shoot, Toby. Oh, yes, sir.
6: The Highwaymen's legendary in these parts for horn tins. You folk are brave enough to stay the night.
5: Well, uh, I certainly hope we get some good stuff. My reputation as a programme maker is depending on it. Don't
6: you fret, sir. I trust your supernatural investigation will prove fruitful. Can I get you another drink, Master Derek?
5: Thanks, Toby. This stuff's quite nice, actually. What's it called again?
6: That's scrumpy, sir.
5: Mm, It's like chewy cider. It's got quite a kick, too. So, um, how long have you been at the Highwayman?
6: All my life, sir. My father was innkeeper here and his father before him. There's been a Toby at the Highwayman for over a century. You mean your father was called Toby too? Or and his father and his father before him. Toby's the family name. Isn't that a little confusing? Not really, sir. Do you have a surname? Tobyson, sir. Toby Tobison. That's right, sir. Though, to give it its full name, I am Toby, son of Toby, son of Toby, son of Toby, Yes, sir. Son... Uh,
5: I've got it. <laughs> She's here! Sally! Sally Shawcroft! Wonderful to see you. Welcome to the Highwayman Inn. Did I just hear a wolf? Uh, no, just a badger.
2: Right. Can you take this to my room, please?
5: Well, actually, I'm not with the inn. I'm Derek Wright Johnson, your producer. Hello, you must be Madame
4: Vyond. Hello, love. Uh, it's just Elsie these days. Elsie
5: Lamb. I see, but uh, you are a medium.
4: Oh, yes. But I gave up the Madame Vyond thing when I started getting on a bit. It seemed a bit uh,
5: undignified.
2: <clears throat> My bags?
5: Oh, of course, if you'll follow me, I'll introduce you to our host, Toby. He's very authentic.
6: Welcome all to the Highwayman
5: Inn.
2: Badgers. That's
6: right, ma'am.
2: My God, what a
5: dump. You're joking, of course. This is the real thing. It's so. Crappy? Oh, not at all. Toby's been telling me all about the history of the place. It sounds spine-tingling. Perhaps you'd like to tell Miss Shawcroft some of your chilling tales, Toby? Gin first,
2: then ridiculous tales. You there, Tony, a large gin and tonic.
5: Right away, ma'am. Elsie, your room's on the first floor, just up the stairs and to the right.
2: Oh, thank you,
6: dear. You best be careful with that banister, ma'am. It's none too
5: secure. Told you so. Oh, dear God, Elsie, are you okay? Uh, I'm okay. Nothing broken. Are you sure? You fell ten feet and landed on your head. I'm a
4: tad accident prone.
2: That's true. I was driving with the utmost care and attention, but she still somehow managed to plaster herself across my windscreen.
4: Well, if you're sure. Oh, don't fret, dear. I've developed a very thick skin over years. You know, an anvil fell on my head once, just like in cartoons. Really? No idea where it came from. Our insensibilities time. Now let's give those stairs another crack. This is Tony Tiger calling Big
5: Bear. Come in, Big Bear. Uh, Derek here. Gotta say Big Bear. It doesn't work unless you say Big Bear. Um, Big Bear here. And over. What? Say over. Oh, yes, okay. Over.
7: We have a 1042. Repeat, a 1042 situation here.
5: What is it, Tony Tiger? I told you, a
7: 1042. Uh,
5: apologies, Tony Tiger. Um, have lost list of what ten, uh, the various things mean. A 1042.
7: I need someone to fetch me a flathead screwdriver.
5: Ah, Roger, Tony Tiger. Yes, we'll fetch tool bag post haste.
7: Post haste. Speak English for Christ's sake. Over
5: and now. Yes, over and. Oh. Will you excuse me a moment, Sally?
8: Away! Back! Foul demon! Be gone, I say! Leave this place and return to the vile pit from whence you came!
9: <sighs> Leave it out, Spencer. It's just a spider. There. I chucked it out the window. Phew! D-
8: um, thanks, Kylie.
9: Are you sure you want to do this investigation, Spencer?
8: God, yes. To conduct a real paranormal investigation. It's what I was
9: put on this planet for. Oh, right. Only, no offence, but you seem a bit of a wuss. A wuss? You know, a scaredy cat, a girly boy, a sissy, a pansy, a bit of a pantsweater.
8: Okay, I get it. I get it. Well, actually, nothing could be further from the truth. I I just don't like spiders. I'm actually quite a macho person. Come on, feel that. Put that away! Oh, well, anyway, Kylie, I was thinking, what are you doing this evening?
9: Dar the ghost investigation, same as you? Of
8: course. So, in a way, it's sort of like a date, then. <laughs>
9: ah! ah, ah not, not a date! not Not a date! Now, if you ever suggest such a thing again, I'll rip your bollocks off. Okay. Yeah, yes. Ah, yes. Oh.
8: That was the most erotic experience I've ever had in my life.
5: Are you sure you actually brought a flathead screwdriver? I bought several. It's in there. Well, I can't find it. Derek, the clock's
7: ticking. What clock? There are so many tools in here. Find it. Lives depend but on it. I can't see it. I- What lives? Never mind. Just find the screwdriver.
9: I can't see
7: it. Find it, Derek. Do you want people to die? Look, I'm the producer. You can't tell me what to do. It's there. Find it. I can't! Well, congratulations, Derek. If this had been a life-or-death situation, people would be dead now, and it would have all been your fault. This isn't a life-or-death situation. It might have been. But it isn't. If we were filming in Iraq, it would have been. Well, we're not in Iraq. Right tools are essential in a place like Iraq. How would a
5: flathead screwdriver have helped you in Iraq? Tanks have screws. You're a cameraman. Cameras have screws. Look, it's simply not here, damn
7: it. Well, oh, just pass me the butter knife. does the same job. What are you doing anyway? I'm fitting a plug on my hairdryer. Perfect. <sighs>
6: Here's your drink,
2: ma'am. Same again. Then take my bag to my room. Oh, hello. You must be Sally. Please,
9: call me Miss Shawcroft. I'm Kylie, your makeup girl. Don't worry, I like a challenge. What? I used to love you on Good Morning UK, by the way. I used to sit there with Darren, my boyfriend at the time, and I'd say, Darren, I'd really love to get my hands on that Sally Shawcroft's face. It's Mutual. Of course darren wasn't interested in my work wasn't interested in cosmetics at all isn't that weird part of the reason we split up anyway one day i said to him darren kylie
2: my nerves are shredded and i've only had one drink i don't want to kill you but if you utter one more word i will that's so funny give me strength of course, that's the thing
9: with mature women like yourself. They have a more developed sense of humour. One of the compensations for getting old, I suppose. So, anyway, I said to him... Darren, Body
2: tensing. It. Kind of saucy, hands though. forming sure themselves into said, deadly oh, weapons. <laughs> quite adopting actually. the killing posture. And a lightning-fast stabbing thrust to this girlie's juggler and then... Here's <laughs> your drink, ma. Murderous, urge, diminishing, muscles, relaxing. You've no idea how close you came, Missy. I
9: actually got offered a part in the film. Of course, it was all a bit weird. But actually, I was only naked from the waist down, which somehow wasn't so bad. Oh, can I get one of those, Toby?
6: Right away, ma'am. Gosh, he talks
9: so weird, don't you think?
2: Be nice to him. He just saved your life.
7: Shine that mag light over here, mate. Why don't I just turn the light on? There. Ah! Never turn a light on suddenly like that. Sorry? What are you doing? I'm editing my list of ten codes. Ten codes? For radio communication. Ten four, good buddy. Got us a ten twenty situation here. It's ten minutes till tea time. No. Oh. Well, why are you editing them? Well, they got to fit into our particular situation, don't they? Paranormal investigations. Like, a 1057 is an unexplained smell. A 1063 is a positive poltergeist sighting. Why can't we just talk normally? This way's more efficient, more military. Plus, you never know who's tuning in from the other side.
8: So you're a believer.
7: Maybe. Maybe not. Let's just say I believe in being prepared for anything.
8: Ghoul's only got one O, by the way. What? There's a U in that that gives it the ooh sound. Really? There's an H in there too, and the plural's ghouls, not ghoulies.
7: I bow to your superior book smarts. Chris, what do you think of Kylie? Trooper. Coping with breast cancer and all that, plus she made some classic pop hits. No, I mean our Kylie. Oh, her. Well, she's more your standard public school princess. Equipped by nature with a rich daddy to compensate for a distinct lack of brain cells.
8: I think I love her.
7: You only met her yesterday at the studio.
8: Love doesn't care about things like that.
7: Do you think I've got a chance? Dunno. You got anything in common? Well, I'm a man and she's a woman. That's the opposite of having something in common. I know, but that's how nature works, isn't it? Can't see anything natural in such a pair myself, but, well, all I can say is play to your strength. Right. Well, how do I do that? How should I know? What can you do better than anyone else? Oh, of course. Spelling. You're going to woo Kylie
8: with spelling. I'll have you know, I'm one of the finest spellers this country has
7: ever produced. Well, don't see how she can resist.
2: I can't do it, Bill. It's like working with a dysfunctional Scooby gang. Look, it's work
3: as a presenter. More importantly, you're stuck with it.
2: Maybe. Maybe not. What?
3: What are you planning?
2: A random act of violence got me here. Sally! No! That producer. What's his name? Derek Wright Tosser. He's from that big TV family, isn't he? His dad owns half the media companies in London. Yes. So what? So? He's a big name. Perhaps I can turn this around. Make it a news item. Get my face seen in a reporting context again. Sally, I'm warning you. Got to go, Bill. Showtime. Sally, come in, Sally. Shawcroft here. We're about to start the investigation. You need to go to the West Corridor and wait for Spencer. Spencer? Who's Spencer? You're not my partner. No, I'll be keeping an eye out down here. Out! Out!
5: Chris, uh, Tony Tiger, come in. This is Big Bear.
7: Tony Tiger here. Go ahead, Big Bear.
5: Is everything in place? We
7: are locked and loaded. Repeat, locked and loaded.
5: Yes, right, uh, so everything's in place? Yes. Right.
2: Okay, this shouldn't be a problem. It's dark. We're investigating the supernatural. Weird things are supposed to happen. I simply engineer another weird thing a tragic accident, a trip, a fall. Derek's badly injured, perhaps fatally. Then I switch on the old Kate Ades, the fearless reporter on the scene recording events as they happen. And Sally Shawcroft is back!
8: Is this your standard sound check, Sally?
2: Shut up, geek! Is that thing on?
8: It's always on. That's the point. We film everything.
2: Yes, well, anyway, that was my standard sound check. Delete it.
8: Are you sure? I mean, it sounded
2: fairly specific. Delete it. (whistles) Done. Now, listen very carefully. I want you to forget everything you heard. Do you understand? Do you think Kylie might... Fancy me. That was fast. Anyway, I would have thought Chris was more Kylie's type. Chris?
8: He can't even spell! What kind of relationship? Could she possibly have a man who spells haunted with a P? What is it with you and spelling? It's a passion of mine. I mean, it's what separates us from the animals. Spelling? Of course. Can a bonobo spell?
2: What the hell is a bonobo? It's
8: a species of chimp, one of the so-called intelligent primates. Can't spell for toffee, though, whereas I can spell anything. Give me a word. What? To spell, give me a word.
2: I'm too old, mature, to indulge in parlour games. You
8: can't think of anything, can you? Are you
2: mad? Go on, give me one. Don't tempt me. Give me a word! I can give you two, but I don't think either would present much of a challenge to your spelling abilities. Oh, go on! You can't, can you? I'm not going to... Mustn't hurt. Mustn't destroy. Okay. I concede that you are a far superior speller to a chimp, okay?
8: Spelling is how I intend to win Kylie's heart.
2: Yes, good luck with that.
8: Still... It's the paranormal that's my real passion. Can I tell you something? Something I've never told anyone before. Go ahead. Once, in my bedroom... Yes? I saw my rod move. (laughs) Really? First it was about three inches, and then it was four, and it was nearly five inches. Imagine that.
2: Look, I'm not sure how to break this to you, Spencer, but I don't actually think an adolescent chap's rod moving a few inches while alone in his bedroom can be classed as a supernatural event. Once he gets to 50, possibly.
8: What? My divination rod moves five inches across my desk and that's not supernatural?
2: Your divination rod.
8: I'm a diviner. I use my rod to try and find water.
2: In your bedroom? Yes. Found any?
8: Yes. Yeah, well, I think it was the pipes in the wall.
5: That thing registered anything, Chris? Nothing yet. Wait a minute.
7: What the hell?
9: Oh, my God. I just felt it go really cold.
7: Sensors are reading a sudden and dramatic drop in temperature.
2: So, losers, what are we up to now?
5: Ah, Sally, Uh, we're about to do a group shot. The blue room's supposed to be the centre of supernatural activity at the inn.
2: Fine. Okay, Chris, on me in three, two, one, roll. We're all standing in the blue room, the beating heart of supernatural activity within the inn. It is here that if anything is to happen, we may expect to experience... Okay, rolling. What? Rolling now wanker okay again we're standing in the heart of the inn's supernatural activity the infamous blue room tonight we hope to hear or see evidence you have got to be fucking kidding that almost made me shit my knickers cut cut sally that was marvelous that reaction the bit
5: about your knickers splendid um can we do that again but this time carry on rolling We'd still be rolling now if you hadn't old cut. Oh, yeah, yes, right, of course. Well, OK, from now on, we keep the cameras rolling at all times, OK? And... action! Now, uh, Elsie, what do you make of the noises we just heard? I'd describe them as bangings of some sort. Yes, but do you think there may be a spirit with us? Someone you can contact?
4: I'll give it a go. Hello? Is anyone there? nothing that
9: time maybe I could have a go is there anyone here if you are in the room with us knock once for yes and twice for no oh that's a shame wait
8: it was contact c-o-n-t-a-c-t contact
5: oh shut it Spencer no he's right spirit please speak to us Are you the ghost of Thomas O'Neill, the stable boy brutally murdered by the highwayman in 1721? (gasps) Perhaps you are Molly McAllister, the chambermaid made pregnant and then poisoned by the highwayman in 1723. (gasps) Then you are, in fact, Dick Redding, the feared and infamous highwayman himself?
9: (gasps) Okay, I'm a bit frightened.
5: Uh, I've wiped myself.
9: For the love of Spencer, go
5: and get yourself cleaned up. Kylie, you go with him.
2: Do I have to? Go on. So, as our team of intrepid ghost hunters literally wets their pants and runs away... Sally,
5: we've got to work out what we're going to do. We've actually got a spirit. A real one. A famous one. We need to carry on the investigation. Chris, you and Elsie take one camera and film in the basement. Roger. Come on, dearie. Sally, you and I will take the other camera and go up to the attic. Excellent
9: idea. You finished in there yet? Ah, uh, all sorted. Spencer, you're still wearing the same trousers? It's OK. They are as dry as a bone. How's that possible?
8: I just needed to change my underpants. Mum insists I wearing incontinence pants at all times. Made me a bit of a laughing stock at school... But I have to say, they have come into their own tonight. Incontinence pants? I n c o n t. Stop I-
9: that! What kind of loser wears incontinence pants? It's OK. They're designer pants. Made in Paris. Designer incontinence pants? I may regret this, but can I see?
8: Um, really?
9: Come on, get your trousers down. Oh, Yes. Jean-Claude Le Peepee? Very sophisticated. All right, you can pull them up again now.
8: I can't believe it.
9: I've finally got a girlfriend.
8: You've what? You've seen my pants. That means you're my girlfriend.
5: Oh, I can't wait to tell my mum she was wrong.
2: Oh, Christ.
5: Right, I'll go up the ladder first. Fine by me. You cover me with the camera. Keep it on at all times. It's going to be our only source of light. You know... My dad gave me this job just to shut me up. Keep me out of trouble. Figured nothing would come of it. Well, we'll show him, eh?
2: Oh, we'll show him, all right.
5: Here we are. You know, it's absolutely pitch black up here. I'm surprised there aren't more accidents during these kinds of investigations. I I could trip and break my neck up here. Quite by accident. With no one to blame but myself. Dead. Stone dead, I'd be. All my own fault.
2: Damn didn't pick that
5: up. Here, let me give you a hand up.
2: Thanks. Derek, could you repeat that last bit for the camera? What bit? What you said. You know, accidentally breaking your neck and the liability and everything. Into the camera. Speaking very clearly towards the camera. Why? Oh, just to highlight the dangers of the job the perils that producers put themselves in every day in order to bring quality television to viewers. Uh,
5: Well, uh, as I was saying...
2: My God!
5: Where's that coming from?
2: I didn't hear anything. Anyway, you were saying about your neck and the liability, especially about the liability. It was footsteps. There'll be more along in a minute. So, if you or I were to fall and break my or your neck, we, or you, would have no one to blame but yourself.
5: If you were to break your neck, that would be a total catastrophe. I'd never forgive myself.
2: Really? Why is that?
5: Because you're our shining star. I used to watch you on Good Morning UK and think, one day I'd like to work with someone of that caliber, someone so fabulous.
2: Really? Oh, yes.
5: Obviously, there was no chance of getting on our silly little program until your problems. But when you became available, I was on the phone to your agent like a shot. I I don't know what to say. If we hadn't got you, I'm not sure I would have wanted to do this whole thing. Sally, are you all right? You look a bit peaky. I,
2: I'm not sure. I'm experiencing the weird sensation.
5: My God! Do you think you're being channeled by a spirit?
2: No, I I don't think it's that. Oh, no. I think. No! I don't want to develop a conscience! Not now! Please! Sally! It's nothing, really. As long as you're okay.
5: Well, what say we hunker down and wait for the spooks?
2: Yes. Okay. What the hell?
7: So I tie this infrared sensor to me on, and I'm ready in a flash. See? Locked and loaded. Did you hear something? No. No, me neither. But I would have if there was anything to hear. You know why? Because you got ears. No. Well, I mean I have. But it's not just that, is it? People have ears, but do not hear. People have eyes, but do not see. If the deaf are blind. It's not that either. It's awareness. Alertness. Military training. That's what's lacking in your common civilian.
4: You're an army man, Ben.
7: No, I had a bad back. But I've got an army training DVD with the Daily Express and I'm seeing every John Wayne film going. So I reckon I'm pretty much there. I don't think
4: I can do this anymore.
7: Ever see that film Aliens? Spirits don't want to talk to me these days. I always wanted to be in that film. A crack team of hardcore marines in a desolate environment fighting God knows what, ready for anything, invincible unstoppable
4: maybe it's because I'm getting on a bit I think the spirits shut up when you get older it's like the saying no point talking to you
7: we'll see you soon enough attitude that's what they had positive mental attitude that and the equipment two things that transfer to any situation equipment and attitude and Sigourney Weaver didn't everyone die in that film not Sigourney but the soldiers. Yeah, but aliens mm. didn't fight fair. You can only do so much.
4: Shouldn't they have been prepared for an enemy that won't fight fair?
7: And it passed your bedtime. I suppose it's only a matter of time. Yeah, you'll be tucked up nice and warm in bed soon enough. Before I'm one of them. An alien? A spirit. Nah, I've got years of you yet. No help? What's happening? Quiet, bit... This is Tony Tiger. Repeat, Tony Tiger to anyone. Come in, anyone. We have a 1054 situation here. A 1054. That's very loud banging. Come in, anyone. Do you read me? Right, come on, Elsie.
4: What are we doing?
6: Marines, we are leaving.
5: (laughs) Oh, shit. Sally?
2: I'm okay. What the hell was that?
5: I don't know. It was like a furious banging coming from all around us. God, I've never been so frightened. Are you okay? I think so. Big Bear. This is Big Bear here. Come in anyone? You know, I, I think I'm getting the hang of this. 1091. Ah, Tony Tiger. Go ahead, Tony Tiger. 1091. 1091. Uh, 1091? uh hang on, I've got the list here somewhere. 1091. 1091. Here we are, 1091, a Jamaican vampire. Oh, gosh, these are extremely specific. Oh, no, wait, 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 that's uh, 1092. A 1091 is a... a dead spiritualist.
9: We heard banging.
5: It was terrifying. Are you dry? What? Oh, yes, I think so. I'm afraid we've some bad news about Elsie. The highwayman's collected another
6: victim... Poor Madame Beyond was taken.
2: That's awful. No, wait. It's brilliant. Toby's right. The highwayman. Still claiming victims from beyond the grave. We could use it as part of the show. Well, that seems a trifle, Mercenary. I suppose you're right, but... Damn this, conscience! Where did it come from? Where did what come from? Nothing. Look, all I'm saying is maybe we could try and add this tragic mishap to the mythology of the place, to keep Elsie's memory alive and make the show a bit more authentic. Is that wrong? Seriously, I need to know, is that wrong?
6: The manner of death fits in with words spoken by the highwayman himself. Stand and deliver your money or your life. Try and use a mirror, no bullet or a knife. He didn't use no bullet or knife to claim Madame Vion, did he?
2: Wait a minute. Those are the exact words of the highwayman. That's right, ma'am. Look, maybe we could save time if you just call me Miz.
6: Right you are, Miz.
2: <sighs> Thank you. This highwayman wouldn't have been an effeminate and fancifully made-up dandy, puncing about in thigh-leather boots, making crosses with his arms?
6: I believe so
2: did he happen to follow on with even though you fool your souls your conscience will be mine so
6: the story goes ma'am I believe the full quote ends with quack quack diddly quack quack diddly quack quack diddly okay
2: okay it's now clear to me that our phantom isn't a highwayman at all really what then something far worse
5: what could be worse than the malevolent ghost of a vicious murdering highwayman
2: A pop star from the 80s. Specifically one Adam Ant. Toby, do you have a computer? Computer?
6: No, ma'am. I'll have no truck with such demonic engines.
2: Toby, there's been a death on your premises during the filming of a TV show. Have you ever met a showbiz lawyer? I suspect it's in your best interest to tell us the truth. Fast!
6: Well, it's only a bog standard Pentium 3. doesn't even have a graphics accelerator.
2: Right, folks, if I can have your attention. As I suspected, this 300-year-old haunted inn was in fact built in the 1930s and was, until recently, a harvester whose takings were badly down until the landlord Toby here...
6: It's Glenville actually sorry
2: until glenville here are you even from somerset
6: camden actually
2: until glenville decided that drastic action needed to be taken so after heavy postings on various ghost hunting and spook chasing websites was born the myth of the highwayman i'm afraid any knockings bangings or howlings we heard tonight were faked by toby
6: Awfully sorry, everyone. Although, can I just say how much I've enjoyed working with you all? I always fancied being a thespian.
9: I thought you had to be a girl to be a thespian.
8: Thespian. T-H-E-S-P-I-A-N. It means he was only pretending to be an innkeeper.
9: Sweetheart. Thespian? Innkeeper? I think it's all unnatural. (laughs) And if you ever... Call me sweetheart again. I'll shove your
2: Willy down your throat. Stop with the pair of you. We need to decide on a plan. Derek, what do you think?
5: If I understand it, what you're saying is that we use Elsie's death to further our own ends and fake a TV programme.
2: Yes. Is that okay?
5: Oh, sod it. If it's good enough for the BBC, it's good enough for Cheap and Cheery.
2: Good. Kylie, I want you in that white sheet over there. Spencer, if there was a realistic way to fake decapitating you, we would. But failing that, we need you in this outfit with this scooped-out, scary-faced pumpkin under your arm. Gotcha. What are we going to do with Elsie? I'm not sure. I mean, I'd normally have said we should use her body as a prop or something like that, but now I suppose that might be wrong. Do you think? Oh, sorry for asking, but I'm new to this whole right and wrong thing.
5: Actually, I'm okay with it.
2: Okay, let's roll.
4: <laughs> ah!
9: <gasps> ah! Come on, get your trousers down. Ah!
2: Gotta be fucking kidding! That almost made me sht my necklace! Until next week, pleasant dreams, spook hunters.
5: Sally, Dad loved it! He never suspected a thing. I've never seen him so pleased with me. Actually, I've never seen him pleased with me at all, in fact. He wants more of the same.
2: We're going to fake every episode.
5: Well, fake is a very strong word. Maybe we could do our normal investigations and then embellish. Unless we actually happen to film anything genuinely supernatural. But what are the odds of that, eh?
2: What about a medium?
5: Oh, don't worry, we've got someone lined up. Anyway, changing the subject somewhat, I was wondering if you'd possibly like to um, meet up sometime. You and me, I mean, for lunch or uh, dinner, just the two of us. I mean, you know, like on a date. I mean, You could turn up and I'd be there, or... You could be there and I'd turn up, or...
2: Derek, I get it. I could do it. Meet him for a few drinks. Have wild sex with him. Then drop him like a sack of potatoes. Hurt him like he's never been hurt before. Oh, God. It'd be wrong, though. Damn it all, I never used to worry about abusing men. Derek... I'm not sure it'd be wise. I mean, we're involved. In a professional way.
5: Yes, I understand. Well, I guess I'll see you in Dundee.
2: Thanks for understanding. Wait. Dundee? Did you say Dundee? But that's in Scotland. I don't want to go to Scotland. Derek? Derek? Derek?
0: Spook Squad was written by Jim Spears, directed by Jack Bowman, and produced by Fran Kirkham. Spook Squad was engineered by Matt Walters at Quinn Studios for the Wireless Theatre Company, with Daniel Rodriguez as the announcer and ad presenter, Trevor Cuthbertson as Bill, Sinead Berry as Sally, Emily Wright as Kylie, Neil Frost as Spencer, David Beck as Toby, Fizz Marcus as Elsie, David Benson as Derek, and Jamie Cartwright as Chris. For more audio downloads, visit www.wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk. <laughs>